Hi guys and welcome back to the Boise Buys podcast. It's been, a, I think, over a week since I've done one of these. So sorry if you've been waiting for it, but I doubt you have. <laughs> but let's get into it. So my sales have been pretty good for the last couple of weeks. I've been more concentrating on Amazon because Amazon's a madness. If you're not already jumped in, a couple of people I've been talking to on Instagram have jumped in in the last couple of weeks. I've been doing well. I don't know why I'm talking so quick. But yeah, Amazon's doing well. eBay's been a bit slow. I've still been buying cards like a crazy man, but that's not what that's not what we're here to talk about this week. First thing I want to talk about is a little story about a car boot sales psycho I met. So this is how it started. So I was at a car boot sale a week a Wednesday car boot sale. I think it's around. I think it must have been a couple of years ago now. And just going around as you do early morning, someone pulled up in a van. Looked like he had good stuff. He had like some nice looking trainers and some video games. All the good stuff people look for at car boot sales. So went over there. People were flocking around his car. I just said to him, you got any more video games in the back? And he was like, yeah, come have a look around. So I went in the back of his van. That sounds a bit dodged, doesn't it? That sounds a bit Jimmy Savile. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I went to the back of his van and started looking at the stuff in the back. And I was finding some good like trainers and video games, like I said before. So I just got chatting to him, and I was like, have you got any more of this kind of stuff? And he was like, yeah, I've got a lock-up full, and I used to buy and sell myself and all this kind of stuff. So I thought, oh, that's decent. He's obviously been a reseller. He's not doing it anymore, and he wants to get rid of stock. That was my first thought. So I just done what I do with everyone when I get talking. I'm like... I'll give you my number if you find anything you want to sell in the future or if you have anything, just give me a call. I mean, nine times out of ten, you won't get a phone call back, but one in ten, it's, it's better to get stock. I don't even know what I'm saying here, but one in every ten, you'll get something like that. So I just gave him my number, didn't think anything of it, went around the best rest of the car boot and then took the stuff home and listed it and everything. And then that night, I got a phone call about must have been about half 11 at night so I thought I didn't have the number saved so I picked it up it was this bloke he was just talking about what the stuff that he has to sell in the future but he put in he like put in a conversation he was like but I've got to be able to trust you which I thought was a little bit weird I was thinking I just want to buy your stuff mate I'm not trying to be your mate so anyway moving on from that I just was talking to him on the phone and my girlfriend was calling me at the same point so I was like I've got to go, mate, but I'll speak to you tomorrow. And he was getting a little bit shit. He was like, okay, bye. Like, just cut it off there. I was like, okay, fair play. Maybe he's a bit socially awkward. So that day went, and the next day he called me at midnight again. And this time he was chatting some weird shit. He was like, so I was like, what did you do before you were reselling? And he was like, I was a songwriter. I was like, all right, but I bet you were. And he was like, yeah, I wrote songs for Adele and James Bay and all that. I was like, all right, do I know any of these songs? And he was like, yeah, there's one by James Bay. It's called uh, Let It Be. I was like, yeah, you definitely didn't write that because it's called Let It Go. <laughs> so, but I just thought, oh, he's obviously a, a bit of a bullshitter. But I thought he's saying he's got great stock. So I'll stick talking to him. And he's just stayed on the phone for hours. Like, he'd just be chatting pure shit. And just getting deep, he'd be telling me about all his family problems and that. I was thinking, how long do I have to stay in this conversation to get this good stuff that you're promising? Good stuff. <laughs> I mean, stock. Not like he's not giving me sexual favours. <laughs> but yeah. Um, 
So I was just on the phone telling him about his family problems, and he was telling me that he had all this, all these vintage like video games sealed. But then someone broke into his house and hit him over the head with like an iron or some shit, or it might have been a lamp. I don't know. I can't remember back then. But yeah, he was just chatting all this shit, and I was just thinking, all right, mate, just let me know when I can come and pick up the stuff, and then when sounds a bit cunty but i would have just like after that i would have blocked him because he's being really weird so he was like yeah i need to be able to trust you and he was like well why don't we go to a car boot sale near me you can come down and we'll we'll go around i'll find you some deals and you can buy them off me so i was like yeah i'm down for it this bloke lived about two hours away from me and if you think car boot sales start around like half five six in the morning so i had to leave my house at like half three in the morning to get to where he was and it's a place called oh, i'm not going to say it on it but it was near london so I went towards, I went to pick him up, it was all fine, got there and he was like, we really should have got there earlier, I was thinking, fuck me, Is it, I left at half three, how much earlier do you want me to leave, just, I just want to go to bed, why not, just leave at half one, get there early and we can just sit and wait for it to open whilst you chat shit, but yeah, <laughs> so we got there, I started looking around, he was going around asking for video games, I was like, fair play, he brought a 3DS bundle and sold, I think he paid about a tenner and sold it to me for like 40 and I doubled my money so it was alright but he just kept like we were chatting and then he'd just go off to his like he'd be like oh, I'm going to go sell some gold I was thinking where have you picked up gold from but yeah he was just he just kept branching off and then I'd walk past him like say like you alright mate he just completely blank me at the car boots I was like okay this is a little bit strange just let it go. I was thinking I'm going to get some good stock out of this in the end. So that car boot sale finished. And I obviously dropped him. I wanted to drop him off at his flat. But he wouldn't He wouldn't give me his address. So I t- <laughs> he thought he couldn't trust me enough to give me his address. Because he thought I was going to break it and steal everything or something. He was like, I've had it in the past. People going against me and stealing all my stuff. I was thinking, make my own money, mate. I don't need your shit. But yeah, um... So I dropped him off on a random road and he went plodding off and I left on my two hour journey home. So I was going along, obviously I'm not going to go on my phone whilst I'm driving, just had my music playing and I kept hearing like ding, like WhatsApp notifications come through. I was like, well I can't read it, I'm driving home. So I was driving and I was getting calls from him and I was like, I'm not picking it up because I'm driving, I didn't have a hands free or at that point, <laughs> that sounds like I've got one of them ear things, but I mean... I couldn't get to my phone and I couldn't play it through my car because my car's very old. So, um, yeah, I was driving home, got home and I looked at my phone and I had like eight messages that I'd missed. And I, he, he was like saying, oh, I can't believe you came down and I've messaged you to see if you've been home all right. And you haven't messaged me saying you're safe. I was thinking, come on, mate, I'm not your boyfriend. I was like, you know, I've got a two hour journey home as well. So I was thinking, this is just sounding weird now. This bloke's getting, like, clingy, and I'm not even his mate. Just here to buy some, like, toys off him or something. So that pissed me off. So I just went quiet for a bit, and then he called me again that night. And I was just getting pissed off at this point. I was just like, this guy's just taking me for a ride here. So I just ignored him for a bit. It sounds like I'm I'm trying to play games with my girlfriend. (laughs) But this bloke I'd met once in my life. But, yeah. So... We done. I'd done that, ignored him, and then he was just like, he'd called me again, so I picked up, 
and he was he was talking deep shit again. He was telling me some of the stuff he'd picked up and that some of his rare games. Some he kept going on about this one called Snowboard Kids too or something like that. I was like, mate, I've never heard of it. He's like, oh, you're obviously not really in the game then, are you? I was like, no, nah, I guess not. But yeah, he's just going on about that kind of shit, telling me about all. The reason I was staying in because he said he had like a mad video game collection he wanted to sell, and I've done well with them in the past. And he said he had like stuff from like game conventions and that kind of thing. It was just grabbing me, but really, it was just like he was just dangling a carrot in front of my eyes. So yeah, but he was he was talking about deep shit. He was talking like we were talking about video games, and he was like, "Yeah, I've been depressed," and that. I was like, "Yeah, so have I." Yeah. And just talking about that, I was like, yeah, if you ever want to chat and all that. And um, and then he'd be like, yeah, um, my, my my best friend, I, I kissed him once. I was like, what? I was like, how is that part of the conversation? Why are you bringing that up with me? I've met you once, mate. Why are you telling me that you've kissed your best mate? Fair play, mate. If that's the way you go, nothing against it. But it's just like... Why are you telling me this? <laughs> but yeah, he's like, yeah, it was just one night and we just kissed. I mean, his girlfriend doesn't know. I was like, okay, um, yeah, so what else did you pick up from the car boot sale? Just trying to change the subject. And I was feeling weird at this point. My family were like, why is he calling you every night at like 12 o'clock at night and making you stay on the phone for like hours? They were like, you need to just bun him off. But I was just like, he's got crazy stuff that he wants to sell. I was seeing like, I thought it was like a jackpot. I just had to work for it. But then he was like, okay, um, I can trust you now. So he's like, if you come down to my storage unit at one o'clock at night and um, I'll show you what I've got and we can sort through the storage unit. I was thinking, what a strange... Or one o'clock in the morning. I was like, what a strange time to go. I was like, can I not come in the daytime or something? And he was like, no, nah, I'm only about at night. I was thinking, this guy is going to lock me in there and torture me. <laughs> so I was just like, um, yeah, I'll see if I can make it. And I was like, I was told my family, they're like, yeah, you're 100% not going to that. They were like, he sounds like an absolute freak. Like, he's been telling you, like, weird shit and how, I said, look, he can't trust you, but he's been calling you 24-7. So I was just like, yeah, uh, I'm not going to that. But then I was like, oh, what if I take my old man with me? I mean, not that he's like a big man, but he's just another bloke, in it? So I was like, do you want to just come and just sit in the car or something? I'll buy you some lunch. And he's like, yeah, I'm 100% down for it. So I said to the the guy, the car boot psycho, I was like, uh, I'll bring my old man down. He'll be the company whilst I'm driving down. It's like a two-hour drive. And he'll just sit in the car and wait and, I don't know, read a newspaper or some shit and he was like oh that's a bit weird isn't it i was like why is it a bit weird he was he was just going on like well i don't he sent me a voice message he was like i don't think you can come down with your with your dad because i just i don't want your old man sitting in the car on his own and getting bored and that and i've been speaking to my mates and they think it's weird and i'd rather you just come down on your own and i was thinking this guy is an absolute psychopath I mean, he might have been alright, he might have just been a bit like, he might have been just been saying the wrong things, but I just got killer vibes from him. I got Ted Bundy vibes. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to come down, mate. And I just blocked him on everything. Because I was just like, this guy is trying to kill me. <laughs> this guy wants to lock me up and video me being locked up. Getting absolute Joseph Fritzl vibes. Come on, just reeling off, just killers and 
uh, criminals just off my tongue now. But yeah, so I blocked him, and then I've got another. I got a call from a no caller ID, and obviously it was him, so I just ignored it. And then another phone call from a different number, which was obviously him. And then another uh, message from that number because I didn't block it for some stupid ass reason. So I thought, oh, you'll get a message. Um, yeah, so I got a message from him. And it was like, I don't know why you've blocked me, but um, I'm, I can forgive you if you have, because um, I wasn't trying to be weird or anything, but I just, I've got to be able to trust you. And I didn't want your old man to come down as well. I just wanted to clean out the, clean out my storage unit. I was thinking, mate, half one in the morning. I was like, it's a strange-ass time to invite someone down to make a deal, innit? But, yeah, I was just getting vibes from him. And then I was just... I just I just blocked that number. And to be honest, I haven't heard from him since, but that's just my... That's why, like, giving out your number's good, but know when to step back. If, someone, if it seems too good to be true, it's always too good to be true, pretty much. So, yeah, that's just my story about my psychopath that I had to deal with. And then last year I went to the car boot sale that I went to with him originally. But I went with my old man. Saw him there. I was just like, right, put your hood up. Put your hood up. Just walk away from him. This bloke looked like an absolute psychopath. But yeah, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little story. I was just babbling, but I just wanted to tell that story on the pod. Let's move on from that. I just want to also talk about... Let's move on from that crazy-ass story and talk about, obviously... I've told you about my contacts before, like the one at the charity shop who done insane for me. I saw him at the car boot the other day because he's a reseller now. And this guy, he pretty much made my business. He would he would literally get me in the back of the charity shop. I'd scan for about an hour and fill my car for like anywhere from 150 to 400, 500 pound. But then I'd like triple, quadruple my money just because uh, charity shops get so much in that if you get the right kind of manager, they'll sell you stuff like in bulk for a good deal. So like I've said before, you just got to chat to people. And then I also just want to talk about online arbitrage. I've got my my mate who was on before, FBA Ronnie, or Ronnie FBA, I don't know what his Instagram is. If you haven't listened to it, the two podcasts ago, it was his podcast, he was chatting to me, and he's just started selling online leads to... um, like so he'll find a deal on a website and then he'll sell it to someone and then they can buy the deal on the website and make money on Amazon but that's just another thing you can look into you could look into like you could do your own sourcing and sell all the leads I think it takes a fair bit of knowledge but in the long run Ronnie's doing well with it but if you want to be doing online arbitrage yourself you just got to put online arbitrage by the way is when you're buying stuff from a separate website and selling it onto eBay or Amazon for profit. So, like Argos and Tesco, I wouldn't really touch them much because there's so much competition, everyone's looking at them. But the smaller stores like Robert Dias, I think that's one, and Lakeland, I've done one in them before. But I feel like you've got to get in there quick with clearances because as soon as they list a clearance, if it's a good deal, someone will buy it. So... Personally, at the moment, I've been doing more retail arbitrage, so going to, like, the, not supermarkets, but the retail shops, buying their clearance and flipping it on eBay and Amazon. So I've done well in this one toy shop at the weekend. I lived about 45 minutes from this place. I was out with the family for a family day out, 
and I went into this shop and they had there's a board game called the Logo board game and on Amazon it's around a 1500 rank which is mean which means it's like they probably sell hundreds a day of them so this shop had about I think they had about 12 of them for a tenner each I picked them all up and I'll flip them for 35 before fees and probably get around 25 after each so I'm making what 150 times profit or something like that 150% profit I could be wrong there that could be terrible maths but yeah I'm making 15 quid profit on each but it's just like what this is a tip I want to give you if you're going about it if you're doing Amazon and you can sell toys on there have a look on Google and look at local independent owned toy stores like because they're, they're not getting as much business as Smith's and I mean not Toys R Us but the entertainer and they're not turning their stock regular enough so you can go in there and you can find the Lego sets that are discontinued so like when Lego sets are discontinued for example I brought a Scooby-Doo one a couple of years ago for £8 on clearance in Sainsbury's I put in my wardrobe for a year and then sold it for 65 quid. so like when they've been discontinued by the manufacturer well Lego they the price goes up because people still want them but they're not making them anymore so if you can find some locally owned like toy shops or just they also have them in the garden centers like garden centers have little toy like toy shops in them or I don't know, you'll be able to find toy shops about but just google local toy shops and just ignore smiths and the entertainer and then go in there and look at their clearance look at their sale of board games look at their lego if you can if you look at lego so say the lego city sets are like they've all got set numbers so i think the current ones are like 602 and then like for example 60201 60289 but if you can find the ones that are like 60123 60111 or or before 601 they're more than more likely to be discontinued i don't know if that makes sense i hope it does but look for the numbers before 602 blah blah it always be a five digit number with um lego city so if you can find ones that are before 60200 then more than likely they're going to be discontinued and just scan them into amazon or look them up on ebay i don't think you'll do as well flipping on ebay unless you can get hold of stock that's been there for ages and the price has just increased on ebay as well but that's just you never know you can still make money you just won't make as much as if you can sell it on amazon that's why amazon's such a powerful tool like i was even talking to someone on instagram yesterday who's like he had a load of board games that he's had up on ebay for months on end and he saw that i sold a similar one on amazon and it sold within a week so it's just like amazon's got a different customer base than ebay I feel like eBay is more for the collectibles and the used stuff. Although on Amazon you can sell used very well. But people, more people know eBay as like individual sellers. But on Amazon, most people think it's just Amazon selling the item. But it's crazy. Like, I don't know the percentage of people, individual sellers on Amazon, but it's actually crazy. Like, I don't know, 80% of the stuff you buy on there will be coming from a seller like me who's sent into amazon and it's going through the prime delivery it's not all amazon i don't know what the percentage of like stock they sell on there obviously a shit ton but it's more sellers like me i believe i could be wrong there but you never know so um yeah 
I hope I haven't babbled here. I've just been going on about... But I think that to toy shop is a good tip. Also, when you're at car boot sales, look at the... I might have said this in a previous episode, to be fair. So if I'm just chatting again, just ignore it. But look at the look at the tool um, kind of stalls. The one that have like the Stanley stuff, the garden or the garden tools, the um, seeds and that. Even if you go into home base and look at their clearance, sometimes they have like I don't know weed killer and that on sale for like two quid. You can flip it for a ten or on eBay. It's little flips like that. They're not going to make you rich, but They'll help you build up your business and like if you're just starting, it's cheaper to pick something up for two quid than it is to buy something for 200 quid and flip it. So because when you want to start, you want to be keeping it small and just keep the stock moving on. I've I've just started a um, card website where I'm selling football cards. It's www.clickright.co.uk. And I'm just going to be selling football cards on there. But I'm experimenting at the moment. I'm thinking of having like specifically priced items. So I have a category for uh, PSA rated football cards under 50 quid. And I think that should hopefully get people like buying on the website. I'm going to like push it more on my Instagram as well. But it's all just trial and error at the end of the day. Everything's trial and error. Just think if you like you need to advertise your website. So facebook ads google ads i'm still trying to learn that i've created a good a good looking facebook ad i haven't actually like put out yet because i'm still putting stuff on my website but that will be out this week and i'm just trying to develop different ways to make money to be honest isn't everyone i feel like if you're not look like actively looking at new ways to make money you need to be because one is a backup to your income your income personally like i mean your income right now because currently I've got eBay and Amazon. That's my two sources of income. If I can get the card website going as well, that's a third income. If I can, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything else I'm doing at the moment. Oh, I'm thinking of making some caps with... I'm not going to say that on the podcast, actually. I'll talk about that when I've done it. But yeah, I feel like you just need to constantly have projects you're working on. Like this podcast is a pro- is a project for me. Just because I'm, I'm trying to get different guests on. I've had one so far. I've got a couple more that have said they'll come on. I'm just gonna, just gonna get get shit done. To be honest, I feel like last year was a load of shit with the pandemic and that. But now I feel like you just got to go for it. If you want something, just put the work in and get it done. So I've got a ma- a massive Amazon shipment to do straight after this podcast. I think it's about I don't know fifty to a hundred things. That'll get sent in and that should hopefully sell quick. But I think that's going to be it for this episode. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. I've been chatting about the car boot psycho and just talking about after that online arbitrage, retail arbitrage. I hope I've been able to help you out. But seriously, check your local toy stores, look them up on Google, and hopefully you can go in them and find some crazy deals. Even talk to the owners or talk to the managers. And be like, what have you recently put on sale? Tell them what you do. I went the one I went into on Saturday. I've been in there before, and she's like, "Are oh, you back, are you?" I was like, "Yeah, I've come to make some money <laughs> in less of a cunty way." But yeah, just go into them. Tell people what you're doing. Don't look too like. Don't look too. I don't know. Sneaky with your phone out and scanning stuff. Just talk to people. People are always there to help you out. Yeah, and I hope you've enjoyed this 
this podcast. This one's a bit been a bit all over the place. But thank you for listening, guys, and I hope to speak to speak to you. I hope to see you on the next one. Thank you.